Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach, and as always, I'm joined by my side hoe, Christian Garcia. Chilo. Chilo. Bo- I prefer the bottom bitch. Bottom bitch. Well, it'd be nice if you were the bottom bitch, but there's one high, higher than you in the pecking order. Uh, we're coming to you from lovely 148 Studios here, surrounded by our multiple collectible toys all of it's mine (laughs) (laughs) it's the it's uh definitely it's probably uh quite a few thousands of dollars worth of collectibles between yours mine and rick's stuff we don't give out the address right no one knows it's fine (laughs) you can google it (laughs) stop giving them ideas (laughs) (laughs) just kidding um but thank you guys for tuning in every week liking and subscribing checking out our Information at nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. All of our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebooks are all on there. And, of course, checking out uh, patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends where you can support the show. only takes a dollar or two a month, and you get some cool interactive uh, rewards and stuff. We've already got some. I don't know if you saw that. Yep, we did. Uh, we got to announce our new patrons, yes. actually. Yeah, so uh, Michael Storenka, who's a longtime friend of mine, and uh, Mark Abby Samra, also a friend of mine from a while ago. Mark, fun fact, actually did the original theme song yeah. for the show. This one here. You know, and uh, he, he, we had that running for like, what, seven or eight years. Uh, so, yeah, they are both patrons as well. Um, I now have to figure out how to put the, the credits at the end of the show, but I, <laughs> it shouldn't be too hard. I think I got it. Uh, but you can be a patron, too, uh, and you get a shout out on the show at the very minimum. But there's also some cool rewards in there too, including, you know, Discord chat with us, um, coming up with topics for episodes. Which, uh, you know, the topic for tonight we're going to be talking about the uh, crime scene vanishing at the Cecil Hotel, um, new Netflix true crime documentary. Um, but if you if you're like, hey, I don't want you guys to talk about that. I want you guys to talk about pup play, where people pretend to be dogs and fuck each other. I'll be like, okay. Is that a thing? That's that's why did why did I ask? Yeah, you want to see my browser history? It's (laughs) fucking crazy. Um, Then we would do an episode on pup play. I don't know if it would be any good, but you know you paid for it, so (laughs) that's that's on you guys. So check it out: Patreon.com/slash Nerds with Friends and support the show. We appreciate you, our patrons. Oh my God, Christian. Let's start the show with some nerdy confessions, as we always do, where we confess things that make us nerds. Do you have a good one this week? <laughs> Actually, I was going to talk about the Spider-Man cover, um, but, you know, I was reading... Did we talk about Gina Carano being... Uh, no, I don't think we did, actually. Where Disney was just like, the fuck out of here. Um, that was an interesting sound. <laughs> so... <laughs> did, did they kiss her goodbye? Yeah, they were like... It was a kiss of death from the mouse himself. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows she's got outed. She's no longer going to be Cara Dune. And, you know, some people were saying, like, well, it wasn't that bad, what she had written. And mm-hmm. other people were like, oh, you can't compare your strife mm-hmm. with the comparison of Jews. You know, I think it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely not the first comparison I reach for whenever <laughs> trying to describe something, um, you know. Even if it's like really like you think it's really appropriate, it's probably not. No, and so she wrote, and it was a, a horrific photo of a woman being like thrown. I think they're chased down the street, chased by. down the street, and she's like half no. naked. And you know, she says like, you know, Nazi Germany didn't 
you know, it wasn't the Nazi Germans who did this. It was their neighbors, and they, the government got them to turn against their own fellow man. Right. And what's the difference between that and, like, being hated for your political views, which she was talking about herself and Republicans. Sure. It's like, you really think Republicans are being treated like Jews? Like, that's where it was like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, it wasn't. It first, also wasn't her first um, strike. The other one where um, Diz, like she had put on pronouns on Twitter, you know, people put he, sh- how they want to be. Zimzer, he, she, sure. Sh- no, not she, sure. <laughs> Damn it. That one always trips me up. Uh, she, her, her, she. Hershey. Hershey? Kisses? Yeah, that's a good one. I never put that together. Yeah, so she had, he, put, him. She had put beep, boop, bop. And, you know, obviously clowning. And Disney yeah. actually told her, like, hey, you need to apologize. This is the exact way we want you to apologize. And she was like, no. And yeah. instead, she, I'll apologize my own way. And she did that. And that's the one that actually got her kicked off um, the future series. I didn't know this. I just found oh, out. Oh, interesting. So the series that's going to come out. Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah, Disney was like, you're not going to be in that. Yeah, they're like you're out because of it because she didn't apologize. But the this last one is the one that got her off of um, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. They were like, "Nah, you're fucking done. Everything with us." Yeah, it's you know, it's it's definitely a. Uh, I can see why people are upset. You know, um, on both sides, I can see that. Like, I think that the comparison she made was not great um, and definitely insensitive, um, especially when it comes to you know the the Nazi Germany uh, tweet. And but I, I can also see where people are upset because, you know, at the end of the day, it is Twitter and that just kind of ruined her entire career, um, at least, you know, for the foreseeable future. She's, oh, she's going to be kind of, you know, she's got a this is her stank on her now. Her dream came true. And now she's yeah. going to do a movie with Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah, I saw so that. fucking her career just skyrocketed. Yeah. Well, I mean, people are going to see that shit, you know, just just out of sheer curiosity. Um, yeah, but like my thing, like so, my confession is like I I agree. I don't usually like agreeing with people losing their jobs over words, but I get it. We're Disney. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. like they have to keep their fans happy. And if you got someone who's just consistently saying shit, and you tell them, "Hey, don't do that," or yeah. "Please apologize this way," and you're like, "Nah," like where the fuck did she get the balls to think that she could go up against Disney? Yeah, I think. I think, um, you know, because this gets into a conversation about cancel culture and whether or not we're heading in a dangerous direction with that, which I don't know. I think I think for the most part, it, a lot of it has been in the right lane, sort of, I should say, where like most of these people getting canceled really have done shitty things like, you know, um, at least from what we've seen and the evidence we've seen. And uh, we'll get into it later, but evidence can be deceiving. <laughs> <laughs> when we get into the Cecil Hotel. Um, but I think that it's, uh, in, you know, I think s- big movie studios uh, definitely need to have a, a bigger part in, like, having them sign, like, contracts regarding their social media. You know, uh, because stuff like this, where it's a personal account, it's not Cara Dune's account, yeah. right? But still, she's an employee <laughs> of Disney. Right. So there needs to be stipulations in these contracts saying, hey, while you are employed with us, we can say, hey, and maybe there is. Maybe there is something that says, hey, while you're with us, we can veto any of your social media that we disapprove of. But to me, like, it just proves she's an idiot. I mean, there's no other way of yeah. putting it. You're a fucking idiot. If you're the guys who are giving you your paychecks are like, hey, don't do this. Yeah. Why <laughs> the fuck would you want to leave Disney? Right. In particular, they're doing so fucking well with their shows in Star Wars. Like, if they were like, hey, don't do that. 
all right, I guess I can say my political shit some other time. You just right. shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut, shut the fuck up until season you know three of Mandalorian is done. Because I actually liked her character. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did too. I thought she was cool. Um, and I get it. Like you know, I, I also get her side of things where she stood up for what she believes in, even if I don't necessarily agree what she believes in. So it's one of those things. It's just I, I think it's fine. I think that you know her losing that um, that show spot is. Uh, I think it's a good thing in the long run, but I don't like the mob rule mentality of people saying, you know, the hashtag fire Gina Carano. Um, I don't like the thought that that is what made Disney do this. I don't think if it it's was. someone, if it's someone at Disney is like, dude, fuck, what the fuck is she doing? And they're I, like, we need to talk about this together. And they came to a decision. I'm cool with that. I'm, I, I feel very confident that it wasn't the hashtag that got her. It was very much, Dude, she's comparing herself to Jews. Like, nah, yeah. that's fucking. Yeah, that's it. we had enough of that with Walt Disney. Yeah, Walt Di- Walt Disney was not a fan of the Jewish people. No, not not so much. Not at all. Honestly, and that's a good business decision. They're like, yo, we have a p- fucking history yeah. of this shit. Exactly. So maybe they're probably a little bit more sensitive than most companies. <laughs> they were like, we need to. The anti-Semitic stuff almost buried us in the fifties. <laughs> Psych. Gone. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Uh, um, and Rush Limbaugh just got canceled too. My God, just... <laughs> what happened? He died. He died. Oh, cool. <laughs> you didn't know? I didn't know that. I didn't see that. Yeah. Awesome. Dead. Fuck that guy. <laughs> it was funny because I was reading an article on NPR and like yeah. they weren't even trying to say he wasn't a racist, a bigot, and had said some fucking terrible <laughs> yeah. shit. They just like hell got one of their own back today. It was just funny. Like they were just like, "Hey, let's list all the garbage things he's fucking done." <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, NPR!" Like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, NPR was uh, not a fan. <laughs> he definitely goes against what they're all about for sure. <laughs> oh, well, good riddance. Well, I brought news to Cody. You know? Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's how I get my news secondhand most of the time. Um, my nerdy confession. Um, I just finished the entire series now um because i was a couple seasons behind of the magicians have you seen that one no i saw like netflix no think of a different show no i have not Uh, um so it's based on a book by lev grossman is this another teen you're trying to lure Uh, me put me in a list of some kind of pedophiles (laughs) no it's it's not as bad as winks the or the or what was it called uh fate the wink saga um, it was not, it's not that teen drama. I mean, there are teens. It, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a play on Harry Potter. Um, that kind of uh, story where it's about, you know, some, uh, college students. Cause I think it's a college university that they go to, um, for magic and magicians. And there's this guy, Quentin Coldwater, who basically didn't know he was a magician and he, he shows up to like some, you know, he finds like some flyer for some university and he gets pulled in, and it's it's a magic test, and he finds out that he's a magician. Um, and it kind of follows him and his friends through these adventures. And it's like the books were awesome. Um, they kind of play on like the chosen one archetype of like say Harry Potter, yeah. Star Wars, what have you, where like Harry Potter, Harry Potter was destined for greatness. He didn't know it, but he was. Like he survived Voldemort with the little lightning bolt thing. He was always going to become one of the greatest wizards of our time or whatever. Um, Quentin Coldwater, even though he's the main character of the book, is not the best magician. Is not the he doesn't solve all the problems. 
He doesn't like get them out of every situation. He sometimes gets them into worse situations. Um, so it's kind of a cool um, kind of uh, like turning that genre on its head. Um, and the show is very, very like it's it's close to the books in the right ways, but it's also different enough where you can watch the seasons that are based on the books and and not know what's going to happen next. Like certain characters are kind of changed and events are changed here and there. Um, but yeah, I just finished the series. Uh, I think I think there was six or five total seasons. I think, um, and it was a really good ending. There was, uh, you know, oh, like the whole show's done. The whole show's done. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think they. I think they announced that it will not be returning for a sixth season. So the the ending came a little abruptly. So maybe they got caught off guard by a little bit. But um, I think it was a good ending to the series, and I think everyone should go watch The Magicians. Um, there's some really f- funny moments cause it is, it's a mature show. So, I mean, there's like, you know, um, lots of like dick jokes and shit like that. And part of the premise of the show is, um, you should have led with that, man. Yeah. You should have started with oh, dick yeah. jokes. I would have been jokes, hot ladies with huge titties. Oh yeah. All, all your favorite things. So now I have to finish, uh, sinner yeah. and strain and then I'll go. Yeah. That next. Check it out. It's a, it's a good show. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, one thing that um, that's pretty cool about it is um, there's these children's books called Fillory and Further, which are supposed to be like the Chronicles of Narnia in this universe. Okay. And um, Quentin's a big fan of it. And they end up finding out that it's a real land that they go to through through these like grandfather clocks they walk through instead of the, the wardrobe in yeah. Narnia. Or the doors in or, the yeah. uh, Dark Tower. In the Dark Tower, yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but when they get there, they realize that the children's books kind of like watered down exactly where this magical land is. Cause there's things like they get there and they're like, Oh my God, I just feel so good here for some reason. They're like, Oh yeah. Well there's like, there's like a hint of opium just in the air around you. <laughs> We're like, what? It's like, yeah, you just breathing in you just, like, you just heroin all day. <laughs> and, um, and like all the, there's like talking animals and stuff like that. But then you find out that like centaurs do like blood sacrifices and stuff. Um, like all sorts of weird things. Like there's animals fucking each other and talking. And yeah. And I stuff. mean, that's how you get centaurs. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely worth a watch. Um, I thought it was a really good show and I thought all the actors and stuff were, uh, really, really well cast. They, they really matched up with what I, I thought in the books. So check it out. The I'm Magicians. Down. Yeah. It's a sci-fi show. Okay. Sci-fi network or channel. Oh, fuck, I don't have to get another streaming service to watch it, right? Nope, it's on Netflix. Okay. All, all of it is on Netflix. All right. Well, we are going to take a teensy tiny break. Um, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about crime scene vanishing at the Cecil Cecil, Cecil? Hotel. Cecil? So we will be right back. And we're back. All right, Christian, you know I love a good crime doc. (laughs) I've never been so fucking pissed off at a documentary series. It made me so mad on different parts, and we could get into it as we go on. But I followed this case, like, when it started. So uh, refresh people's memories of what the case is. And and we'll do spoiler alert, even though this the actual case happened, like, three, four years ago. No, like. 17, right? No, no, no. 13. 13? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sometimes I get threes and sevens mixed up in my head. <laughs> so Lisa Lamb from Canada. 
Uh, from, we come from Canada. She was about to go to college, or she was in college, yep. and she wanted to travel. She, Her parents never let her go out. Um, and in the doc, they don't mention it. but And that's another thing that kind of pissed me off. Like, And I get it. You're trying to entertain people as long, uh, along with trying to tell mm-hmm. the information. But she had um, – how do we, I don't remember her mental uh, bipolar disorder. Yes, bipolar. And and famously, you know, on our true crime episode that we did a bunch of different true crime docs that we talked about, uh famously there was the staircase where like the whole like the whole crazy part about that whole case was that like the defense was that the lady got attacked by an owl and that's that's like like oh the husband didn't murder her, an owl did. And they glossed over that in documentary. Like if you're doing a documentary Focus on like what's actually well, going. And on. I get it, you know. You wanted the, this really could have been a one episode where sure. they gave everything and they stretched what, it out like a movie, four. like yeah. a two hour or hour and forty five minute documentary film. Right, but they stretched it out to four, four like one hour episodes. And the whole reason they stretched it out was because these fucking web sleuths, these terrible <laughs> fucking people, yes. had stupid theories. And the documentary, like, basically was giving information of why possibly they should believe these stupid-ass yeah. theories. And that was kind of... <laughs> it was the, the best. So she came... Sorry. So she came from Canada. She was traveled here. She had managed to make it, I believe, to San Diego, um, L.A., and I think next she was going to go to Santa Cruz. And, Santa Cruz and San Francisco. Yeah, and to. she ended up missing. And the last person who saw her was someone at a bookstore. And there was really no evidence that the cops had nothing to go on, which up to that part, you know, I thought was interesting. And again, I've, I've been studying the case or re- knowing, reading about the case when it actually happened. Sleuthing, now, yes. if you will. But I never came up with a stupid ass fucking theory. <laughs> now, what set everyone wild, and I will say when I watched the video, it was a little creepy. Um, but she, there's like about a three to four minute video of her. Pressing all the buttons on the elevator, stepping in and out, looking around, like, and, like, kind of making gestures like she's talking to someone. <laughs> and this is where it just went fucking bananas and the world just went insane. People were saying she was possessed. People were saying she was seeing a ghost. People were saying she was being followed. Like, um, and I'm like, no, watching videos like that does. And before I even knew she, uh, her mental illness, I was like, that seems to me like someone who possibly is having a breakdown or yeah when i when i because i i caught wind of the case back then with that video because i i saw it on facebook or whatever just like everyone else and um as soon as i saw it i'm like oh she's either high on drugs or having some sort of mental break yes and it was like you know but people were jumping to like ghosts and she was fucking you know oh it's the fucking devil yeah the devil did it now it would have been really creepy if like she hit all the buttons and then looked up at the camera, I would have lost my shit on that one. <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh fuck! Oh, she knows we're here." Yeah, like yeah, but uh, but that didn't happen. That so didn't it happen. It wasn't that creepy. Then she leaves, mm-hmm. and she's never seen again. Now that is a great setup for a mystery. She's never seen again. There's no hints, mm-hmm. and um, eventually, I mean, I'll just tell you right now, we're not gonna stretch this out till the end. Yeah, spoiler. Out. She ends up being found by my uncle who works there. No, he wasn't my uncle. But uh, he looks a lot like my uncle Frank. Really? Yeah. So a little paisa, a little Latino dude. Um, people were essentially tasting some weird stuff in the water. Yeah. And it was coming out kind of weird. People were showering in it, brushing their teeth, drinking it. So they send my my tío, 
up there to go check it out. And he means finds, uncle in Spanish yes. for any of you white folk who don't know Spanish. You should really learn. I yeah, mean, I mean, come on. <laughs> and he finds her there, naked. Now this floating is, in the tank, dead. Yeah, you, you she's should, dead. You should also oh, sorry. Say. <laughs> she I, wasn't I, just chilling up there naked. Yeah, because I feel like the case is so popular in my mind. Like anyone who doesn't know it, <laughs> like where the fuck you've been. Yeah. So. And now this is also with threw everyone the fuck off. If for whatever reason it just became like people believe that the lid was closed. Yeah, the so the lid on top of the tank, you know, it's a it's it's not a lid that opens up on a hinge. No, it was like it's you, it's you a big off, plate like, basically. So you can't slide it one way or the other from inside. You'd have to lift it up and move it off yeah. and lift it up and move it on to close it. So everyone uh, I think the police chief or something had had mistakenly said someone. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because the police knew the right thing the yeah. whole time, but the web sleuths thought that it was closed. So they're like, "How could this little girl down in this web in this water lift it on and close it herself? And why would she take all of her clothes off?" And that's the thing is that like people were like jumping to stupid ass conclusions, mm-hmm. only searching for evidence that fit their conclusion, right? And like. Just it was just ridiculous. I was so pissed off just listening to these people like say these things, and they were like without evidence saying she was raped, and then the evidence came out actually that Kate said no that she wasn't. It's right. like, well, what the fuck? And he know everything I've studied, and like as a web sleuth, <laughs> says that it's like it could be otherwise. Like, see, like you're just fishing for shit. My favorite part of the web sleuths is like when they give their little introductions, because one guy's like, "Hi, my name is so and so," and I would uh, describe myself as a YouTuber. <laughs> that, oh, I know you're talking <laughs> and, and about. Just like, ugh. <laughs> first of all, gross. Uh, the way he said it was just like, oh, God, shut up. And then the the second of all, like he got his start on YouTube by finding a viral video and then taking that viral video, putting it in the background of him talking about said viral video <laughs> and thus going viral himself, you know, as, as more and more people found out about the case. And he starts all a lot of these theories and stuff. And the other guy's like, another guy who gets interviewed is like, oh, yeah, so I was between jobs at the time, uh, going to school to be a dental assistant. And, you know, it just something about it just really touched me. And, you know, and I just, it just grabbed me. And I was like, we could find out what happened to this poor girl. And look, I'm, I'm all for, like, trying to, using the crowd to help. We saw in the recent Night Stalker one that by putting his, picture and description out there it actually helped catch the guy right yeah and um and there's been other cases where having the public know some information is great i'm not into it where that and we'll get into it in a little bit where they start like interfering and also leaping to their own conclusions which can in turn harm other people and i guess that's another thing that pissed me off about this documentary um i didn't learn anything new yeah um Oh, I guess other, and we'll get into it in a little bit. But and this is why I loved the Night Stalker one. There was a ton of shit. I thought I knew yeah. everything about that case. But but, not, yeah, it was, that but, one was really good, and I think that that one really needed, the, however, four or five episodes that it was, um, to explain kind of yeah. the gravity of what that guy was doing. And again, I thought I knew all this crimes, but no, I had no clue about the the kid stuff. Like that was all new to me. So this were, this, this one, I feel like they really took their time to first explain. The history of the Cecil Hotel, which it's like when you walk into it, apparently it looks somewhat fancy, but realistically, it's like one of those hotels yeah. in the Tenderloin yeah. where, you know, you have uh, people just fresh out of jail, prostitutes, 
um, people doing drugs, you know, a bunch of like less than savory characters. And all of that was just staying there by the week, by the month who can't afford an apartment kind of thing. Yeah, and all of that was just to fuel the web sleuth people. Like this right. is why they believed it. And maybe you should believe it for a second until we give you the rest. And I really like, I, I don't know if I, if I'm alone in this, but I really felt bad for the lady who was like the manager oh, yeah. of the Cecil hotel. She she's, seems like a very nice Midwestern lady. She sounds like she's from, like, Minnesota or, or like, Michigan. But everyone hated her. Everyone hated her and thought she was, like, doctoring the footage and stuff. And, and it was all because there was a little part. Um, and this part, I, could, I was like, okay, I could understand why some people are a little pissed off or wondering why. But you do see the elevator door go from, like, open to it jumps a little bit to, like, I don't know, one-eighth closed. And then it, you see the rest of it closing. So they're saying, obviously, they're hiding stuff. Yeah. I was like, well, no. I mean, it's fucking, it doesn't look like the best quality camera. It could have just been a hiccup. Like, you can't yeah. just jump to that conclusion. Yeah, well, this was like a freaking, this is like a freaking, like, you know, junkie hotel, yeah. basically. They probably don't have the most, it was probably recorded on VHS tape. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so, or yeah. it could have been like another patron walked in from that side and then like, oh, left. And they're like, okay, maybe we shouldn't put out that person's face. People might jump to it was them and they might have ruled that person out already. Right. Like, exactly. You don't fucking know. Yeah. And the other fucking stupid thing that because it was painfully obvious that it wasn't. They were saying when she stepped out, you see someone's foot. It's her fucking foot. It's yeah. so clearly her fucking <laughs> foot. It's so painful. Like, yeah, it doesn't match the shoe she wore. I'm like, man. Like, what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah. What do you know? Yeah. It kind of, I mean, it looks just like her foot. It would look. She steps exact- out. She's wobbling all over the place. You know, stopping and and stopping and going back and forth, kind of thing. So, yeah, it, it's so stupid. How how much conjecture there was. Also, um, you know, to really pad that runtime, they had people talking about like the history of Skid Row, and like w- what are some of the socioeconomic causes of all these you know homeless people and uh, open drug market basically in L.A. Which, I mean, I guess it's kind of interesting, but had no relevancy to the story no, at all. at all. Like, it was just more to add to, like, it's a shit area. It, the hotel's in the shit area. Yeah. and It's a shitty shit. hotel where, like, maybe she went there and, you know, she was expecting this really nice grand hotel. And uh, she gets there and you're like, oh, it's kind of a shithole. Um, I did, th- you know, this is just kind of, uh, like, an interesting thing. Um, I did... Again, I feel for the manager of the Cecil Hotel. She seemed like she was really trying hard. Where they came up with the stay, uh, was stay on stay Main, on main um, which is basically this whole hotel. She was trying to revamp it and make it into a nice hotel again. Right? Which it's still in Skid Row. Yeah, it's yeah, still in Skid Row. But you know, there's been cases of people like gentrifying areas and you know things like that. But um, you know, uh, she was like, "Oh, we're gonna evict all these," you know people who living here who are unsavory and who do drugs and you know die in the hotel and stuff like that and um we're going to make it fresh again and the city's like nope you can't do that it's got to be partially low-income housing because it's like coded that way or something so she's like okay i came up with this idea where these three floors are going to be stay on main a new uh it was a hotel within a hotel youth hostel like fresh new you know experience it's gonna have a separate lobby where it's like fun it looks kind of like virgin uh virgin air you know where everything's like trendy and or it was orange at that one instead of like bright purple but bright orange and white very trendy and and young looking right to attract uh you know young travelers who who needed a cheap place to stay and um and then all the other uh floors are going to be there 
you know, junkies and prostitutes and stuff like that. That's the core. And sometimes of you just got to share an elevator with them. Yeah. Sometimes you got to <laughs> share an elevator with them. So I, I liked like hearing some of that stuff, like how, um, it kind of gave a little flavor as to like why this young girl would stay at the seedy hotel. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. But the whole thing, like, oh yeah, Skid Row, blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, I will say I get the, it. It's a bad part of town. I will <laughs> say one of my favorite people, and I wish he had gotten more airtime, was the uh, the older black guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was the best because he didn't bullshit. He's like, oh, you know, sometimes I worked, sometimes I hustled, you know, and if I had enough money to get some liquor and invite some lady overs, and we'll get it on. It's just like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, sometimes I smoke crack in the room. You know, that's just how we were doing it back yeah. then. <laughs> just like, he, he man. Yeah, he was he was entertaining, at least. Um, and he, like, he didn't bullshit around. He wasn't, like, full of himself like the web sleuth people. Yeah. And uh, that's the other thing that pissed me off. It, it, you could seem almost like they felt like they were going to come out looking good. And the documentary is like, no, you're going to look like a garbage fucking person. Yeah, I think the biggest, you know, one of the biggest problems I had with the web sleuths in general is that, it didn't seem so much like they were they were trying to literally find her and find out what happened to her and you know bring anyone to justice. They wanted they, the mystery. They they wanted the mystery for themselves and they wanted the credit for having figured it out yeah. on their own. Um and you know as people who obviously don't have a lot going on in their lives uh, to keep them busy and um you know they they kind of took you know, they take our obsession as a society with uh, with true crime documentaries, and they took it to the next level. Yeah, and then they ruined fucking uh, uh, musicians' morbid. life. His name was yeah, more justice for morbid man. Justice for morbid. We get so, this guy a fucking show. So there's this. It comes. You come to find out that um, that there's a uh, musician, black metal. Uh, I think he was Mexican, right? Yes. He came from Mexico. Yes, sir. A black metal musician from Mexico. Who had like stayed at the Cecil Hotel and they're like, yeah, he was there at the same time. And then he did these music videos. And and for anyone who doesn't know black metal, some of the imagery is a little morbid. Yeah. And that's what this guy, morbid, uh, videos were like. Uh, you know, him, you know, his videos of him like chasing a girl through the woods and like murdering her and stuff like that. I don't know if he actually murders her in the video, but well, you know, they it's do like cut scenes. Yeah, of there's cut scenes of like blood running down her face and stuff like that, you know. And it's like you know, everyone's known a metalhead or two in their life, and you know that most of that stuff's just for show. We've all been to a Guar show, you know. <laughs> um, and, he, and so they're just jumping like he obviously did it. I'm like, like, well, he obviously did it. Listen, how? listen to the lyrics in this song where it's talking about throw, you know, a girl drowning in the ocean. She was found in a water tank, and it was just like, and he says something about China. She was Chinese. I like all the little um, what they call them synchronicities, where like um, they were. There would be all these weird coincidences. There was a big tuberculosis outbreak on Skid Row. The test for the Skid for the oh, uh, tuberculosis right. oh, my God. is called the Lamb Elisa test, and this is and her name is Lisa Lamb. They were like so obviously, <laughs> so obviously, it's a government cover up by both Canada and the United States. They were trying to spread tuberculosis to everyone to see how they could control it after. Obviously. And then, Look, I love a coincidence as much as the next guy. And I think that's fucking crazy. What what a weird coincidence. But at the end of the day, it's a fucking coincidence. Yeah. They're not gonna be like they're not gonna be like, okay, so we found this test that solves tuberculosis. It's named Elisa Lamb. There's only one other lady in the entire world named that. We need to take her out. 
So let's murder her at this hotel. Because we need to drop enough breadcrumbs so yeah. people can figure so out what we did. people can figure out our little trail. Yeah, what the fuck? Where did you think that was leading? That was so and the other thing, and, But this is the thing. Like They, they look for dumbass shit that just right. connects to something. They also looked, I think, at the well, zip code well, of you, the library or the bookstore that she went to. Right. Which, when you entered on Google Maps, it show you British Canada. Columbia. Yeah, and it's like, okay. Oh. If you plug that into somewhere else, it'll probably connect to something fucking else. Just because it does, like, doesn't mean that it is. It is what it is. Well, like, I, I think the big problem is um, when you're, it, whether it's uh, solving a crime or doing some sort of, um, you know, like scientific method when you're trying to test a hypothesis. If you have the results that you want, you know, flat earthers is yeah. a good example. If you have the result that you want, flat Earth or Elisa Lamb was murdered, then you can find these things that kind of prove your prove your your, your uh, desired outcome, right? Um, but the problem is, is that you ignore all the other stuff that yeah. points to not necessarily the desired. He's, outcome. he's just so fucking dumb, dude. So this guy morbid, yeah. like actually uh, almost killed himself, and then he had to be submitted to a psychiatric ward, and he had to, and he eventually got better, but he got bullied. Because everyone was like, tell him, go kill yourself. Like, you fucking did it. Turn yourself in. Even in China, they were. he was getting messages from China. Yeah, he found, he found out like, it was on a Taiwanese news channel someone sent him. And they're like, dude, have you seen this? <laughs> He's like, what? Um, or, okay. <laughs> um, and uh, basically, uh, yeah, they, they found out who he was. They found that he had stayed at the hotel. He had created a video in the hotel. Here I am at the Cecil Hotel. Um, and... Uh, you know, they basically like, we know you did it. We're coming to get you. You know, uh, you, you're going to pay for what you did. And all the, all these crazy, crazy messages. And we're talking like thousands, if not millions of, yeah. of messages like that. And so he like, um, he, he basically, he came out with the video saying, look, I didn't do it. Now, his choice of video for that I didn't do it video was not great. Him wearing a mask yeah, and was, he altered his voice. Yeah, he was like... But put, then again, that makes sense. Uh, if you're getting death threats, do you really want to give people what you look like or your voice? Uh, right, I mean, that right. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you could have done the regular face makeup that you wore in all the other videos, <laughs> but, you know, it's fine. And then the fucking worst part about it, the worst part when, at the end, everything gets explained of how it actually happened, the web sleuths are still fucking denying it for a little bit. They're like, well, that's their conclusion. Yeah, exactly. And oh, and not only that, not one of them. They acknowledged. They did acknowledge that they ruined Morbid's life, but not fucking one of them offered an apology. Right. Not one. There was no remorse, for at all. I know, and it, it sucks because like you know, all the guy wanted to do was fucking play some metal. Yeah, that's you it. know what I mean. Also, the we we talked about earlier how you know there's the mixed up facts in this. Uh, documentary where like the lid was on the lid was off he stayed at the cecil hotel a year before she went there yeah like they they didn't look at the date of the video right or something They're like yeah i was there like a year before she was there i don't i wasn't even there i was in mexico when yeah. she disappeared <laughs> and i was like didn't sleuth that one out yeah. did you you know and the word and then when the uh the guy who did the autopsy and he's yeah. giving out the facts and he's telling people what had happened and they're like, well, well, that's from, just that's just your opinion, yeah, man. From what I've studied, studied what? Yeah. YouTube WebMD. This guy's got a fucking like degrees over here, but I no, don't know. You fucking I, know better. I saw an episode of CSI, and they said <laughs> that you know that level of decomp, you know, was more uh, 
was more uh, in line with like 48 hours in the water. So I, I don't know if he's right. <laughs> it doesn't it's make like, any I'll, sense. I'll just take my degree and just fucking throw it away. This oh, guy over here oh, is watching crap Oh, shows. you watch CSI. Well, how about that? I went to fucking 12 years of medical school, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, how about when, you know, uh, the these web sleuth people who were like making YouTube careers off of off of misinformation fucking making money off of going to the cecil hotel and like this this is where she spent her last moments they like bribe a guard to go yeah. on the roof and stuff and no and that was the other like, crazy look thing at this. how could how could this girl c- climb up this fire escape and then and then over here climb up this other ladder lift this lift this heavy lid off of here i'm like well yeah she was she was having a mental yeah, breakdown yeah and she fucking not, do some crazy she wasn't shit. physically disabled i yeah. mean yeah, I mean... How weak do you think women are, yeah, bro? Like, damn. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, but that was one thing the manager did say she did not expect was the surge of, like, how much new business they got after the right. um, she went missing. Like, yeah, those web suits coming in. They were, they were like, yeah, we were, we were making a ton of money. And they're, like, coming in and just trying to, like, do the button thing on the elevator. I'm like, oh, look, it, it, it didn't hold like it did for her. It's like, well, maybe it's, a, it's an old-ass fucking hotel. Yeah. Maybe you got a busted elevator and hers wasn't. Yeah, not only that, but like one of the things that's kind of eye-opening on it when the they had the manager of the hotel kind of talking about the hotel and like what she went through, when, you know, working there, um, is that like people die there all the time. Yeah, like it, she what she say there was it sounded like there was one every other month or so. She said when she got the job, she didn't know it was her first hotel job, which is weird enough. They yeah. gave her a manager. But uh, one of the handymans was taking her around, and they're like, someone died here. Someone, someone died, died there. Here. Someone committed suicide three, there. Three guys died there. Yeah. That was a crazy day. Heron overdose <laughs> over there. Yeah. Murder over there. She's like, why don't you just point out the ones where people haven't died? At? Yeah, and then he just paused, and like he didn't really have an answer. Yeah. I, I, think, I don't think anyone died in the lobby. <laughs> no, someone did. They were <laughs> shot. Someone, someone got murdered yeah. uh, right in front. Yeah, so, um, and and no one like went crazy over those deaths you know because you know a lot of them were overdoses or you know violence or whatever um and uh but uh, they really latched on to the elisa lamb one um you know for one reason or another probably because of the mysterious video it was the video for sure i think that's what really captured people's imaginations and you know when you see something like that it's it's fun to like think of like oh i wonder what happened maybe this happened maybe this happened but I think when when you get to the point that you're first of all ruining some poor musician's life, um, you know, cyberbullying them and, and jumping to conclusions, or you're, you know, uh, feeding misinformation to millions of people um, with your own theories, and just to get theories. more hits and subscribes. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just it, it's I don't know. You kind of turn into a garbage person. No, yeah, moment, for right? sure. And then in the autopsy, it showed like there was no crazy drugs. Like there was, no, they didn't find any like. Uh, well, that's the big thing is there was no drugs, and she was supposed to be on like a cocktail of um, antipsychotics. Well, and so, mood stabilizers. So the things. four prescription drugs that she was taking, it was in her system, but at the level of someone who either hasn't been taking them for a mm-hmm. while or um, has been weaning themselves off, yeah. which could cause. You know what it what we saw in the elevator erratic behavior. But the web sleuths who know better were like, no, that's bullshit. From what I've read, yeah. 
And same thing they did it with the other drugs. Like, oh, from what I've read, they don't test for all drugs. She could have been on something else that they that they didn't fucking find. Yeah, I've seen enough Assassin's Creed videos where I know that there's untraceable <laughs> poisons and such. Oh, it was just so fucking, it's so irritating seeing those fucking, like, people just trying to outright say that the experts don't know shit. Yeah. And that's the thing is, especially, like, when, uh, you know, going back to what I consider a very, very good true crime documentary, the, the night stalker, um, or like the jinx or any of these other, you know, really good, um, things. A lot of times the experts know what they're doing or they're at least on the right track. Now there's, there's sometimes where, you know, having some public opinion can help them think about things in a different way. So it's not to say that, you know, there's no value in that, but, um, when it gets to a point where the, mythology of the case is bigger than the actual facts and people start creating these different you know uh different storylines in their heads and um and really changing the facts to fit their own narrative i think that's when it gets a little gross and a little uh counterproductive oh for sure right so uh would you i guess would you recommend this one christian i would recommend it just so you can tell me what you think are, are we wrong you know were these web sleuths right you know yeah. are we the garbage people they're the fucking experts i don't know i would say 100 percent watch it just because uh i love watching people be wrong <laughs> it's my favorite it was i mean it's, it's def- my favorite thing when they're like yeah so i don't know i mean you know jury's still out i guess and i'm like <laughs> fucking asshole. I know no, which, it's not. I know which fucking guy you're talking about, and he was the fucking worst one. He, he so... was the worst one. Uh, and he also seemed like I, the one... I like the, the guy who was a dentist student or whatever. He's like, yeah, I never actually got to go to this hotel, but a very close friend of mine went, and I, you know, just having her there made me feel closer to Elisa. And yeah. I'm like, dude, blah! I fucking hate you. Yeah, they were, they were the fucking worst. Dude, what the fuck? You didn't know this chick you know, from anyone. Like, like you just you just latched onto a viral video, and now you have a hard on for this case. Like, get a fucking life. Also, uh, go back to medical school. Go back to dental school. They waited till the end. Like they had hinted that uh, she was in the the group area with the other youth travelers, sure, and that they felt uncomfortable with her. Yeah, and then they just left at that. And it wasn't till the end. Yeah. So they said where she was like leaving notes, like get, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you. Well, it was like get, it, it get was out, like, get I, out. I, you I hate you. Or, you don't belong here, yeah. or something like that. You know, it's like clearly, and also like well, obviously that shows signs that you know she wasn't taking her medication, mm-hmm. and the erratic hand gestures. People were saying like she's talking to someone or she's possessed. Her sister literally came out and said like I've seen her do that. She would yeah. do that when she wasn't on her medication. Right. It's not something new or or strange. Yeah, you know, uh, one of the medical experts. I forget. If it was like a, it was like a psychologist or or um, the the coroner or whatever, they were saying like, look, when when people stop taking their meds abruptly or without you know consulting a doctor and, and without taking it easy, um, they can have like like paranoia. Yeah. They can hear voices and you know see things that aren't there um, and have this crazy erratic behavior, and you know most of the times. The, the solution is like, hey, go back on the meds. But if you're a, you know, a young girl alone in a seedy hotel, yeah. you know, and she kind of went there to kind of rebel against the parents yeah. kind of thing, you know, um, she's probably like, fuck them. You know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to take your drugs. And then, you know, and a series of, of unfortunate events led to her, you know, dying. She probably didn't intend to commit suicide. It was probably just like, 
you know, we've all had those nights where we're on a few substances <laughs> and we think we, we think like this idea is such a great idea. Like I'm going to, I'm so hot. I'm just going to take my clothes off and jump into this pool that I found on the roof with a weird lid on it. <laughs> and, you know, and then you, that's a bad mistake. Luckily, most of us have friends around to pull us out of the pool or to help us put our clothes back on. But, you know, unfortunately, she didn't. And that was the other thing they were saying, like, because, uh, you know, obviously water usage, the water yeah. levels go up and down. She may have gone in where she couldn't reach the top. She couldn't get out. You right. Know? Right. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, it's a big giant tank and like it's easy to get in. But to get out is very, very tough. You ever make a rat trap like that? You ever <laughs> no, that? but I've seen them. <laughs> yeah, where you like you take a you take a uh, milk carton and you cut the top of a milk carton. And you put peanut butter around the edge, and then you put water down below. And then a rat goes in because he's like mm, peanut butter, and then he falls in, and then you have a drowned rat, and then you don't have a rat problem anymore. <laughs> I saw someone did it with like oil, but not enough to drown it. Enough where like he got slippery and he couldn't he couldn't like get oh, out. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's probably a better solution. I mean, water works fine. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's really unfortunate, you know, what went th- what happened to her. And I don't think we should be happy or s- I mean, I think I guess we should be relieved that it wasn't something more malicious, right? Yeah. Like it, for whatever sick reason, people wanted her to be raped. They right. wanted her to like be murdered. Like they wanted it to be something like seedy and like ooh, dark and depraved. But, you know, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, uh, sometimes our own minds are our worst enemies, yeah. you know, and I think, you know, that that unfortunately is what happened to her. I I'll say, I, yeah, I do recommend watching the the series just because there's really nothing else to watch right now. <laughs> um, but I think that inside that four hour series, there's actually a good documentary. Um, I think there's a lot of unnecessary stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, I think if you edit out half of it, you yeah. Have a good one. And I don't know if they were getting paid by the minute or or what to make this documentary um, for Netflix or whoever. Um, but I think they definitely padded the runtime with a lot of unnecessary stuff. You know, like the web sleuths. I would have liked the taste of that. You know, just to <laughs> wet wet the palate. Mm, ooh, I I, I love I love these terrible people. I guess I could enjoy the fact that I hate them. Yeah. Right. But I mean, making, making, leading the documentary, like these guys are going to solve this fucking murder. (laughs) Everyone, you know, everyone wants to be that guy who like figures it fucking out. Like the chick from Serial who actually found, you know, new evidence and stuff about that one or making a murder. And that's what was great because she was finding new evidence or pointed out the inconsistencies that the police did. There was nothing inconsistent or wrong that the police did. Yeah. I mean, they lost the trail. The dog managed to find the trail and went out the window. Yeah, they should have maybe done a little bit harder look on the on the roof. Right, and they admitted that like we fucked up on that part. Right, we did check the roof. We checked with the helicopter. No one checked the tanks. Right. Yeah, and you know it's just one of those oversights. I mean, it's a huge building. Yeah, it was something like 15, 16 stories or something. No, thirteenth floor. <laughs> and apparently, I learned this not through the documentary, but reading about it again. So the police officers actually wanted to go inside every room, but they were not allowed to because they needed probable cause. So I was like, mm, you know. So they also felt like they didn't do a good enough job like inside the building, which is why sure. they kept focusing inside the building because they couldn't get into every room. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's not far-fetched to think that in a rough neighborhood and a kind of a seedy hotel, that something bad could have happened for, like, you know, 
externally. Like some some guy could have abducted her and or girl. Don't be sexist. Or girl. Yeah, that's true. Or centaur. Um, yeah, someone could have you know abducted her or you know kidnapped her, murdered her, whatever. It's it's not implausible, but at the same time, you know, once you're presented uh, presented with the the facts, like you got to kind of you got to kind of accept yeah. like what happened. And you know, it seems like you know, I w- what we should do is we should check on these guys' YouTube channels and see if see if they're still talking about oh, it. I'm sure they're not talking about it, but I'm sure they're continuing following some other bullshit. And- yeah. Um, but yeah, watch it. Let us know what you think. Um, I'd say if you're if you're new to true crime documentaries, there's a lot better places to start. Like like uh, if you go back like three episodes ago, four episodes ago where we do our true crime doc like rundown about the Night Stalker. That was a good one. Night Stalker's great. Jinx is great. Uh, Making a Murder is great. Um, the Anand Saeed story or whatever. Serial. Yeah, Serial's the podcast, but there's a, a video version on HBO that's good. Um, and then The Staircase. All really good, you know, solid true crime documentaries. Not a lot of this extra BS. There's actually a lot of good ones on uh, Scientology, too. Panorama did a really good one. Oh, the Going Clear documentary on Scientology. I, I mean, I guess yes. Technically, crimes have been committed. They by the commit church. fucking hella crimes. <laughs> hella fucking. I, crimes. I wouldn't consider it a true crime documentary. It's not like oh, we're going to the in and out of the evidence and the uh, and the court cases. You know, it's dude. L. Ron Hubbard was trying to infiltrate into the U.S. government. Like, yeah. put he wanted. Oh, inf- I'm, I'm not saying it's not fascinating, <laughs> but I would consider that like cult documentary. You know, I guess yeah, that's a good you point. You know, like Jamestown or uh the Waco one. Okay. You know, that's that, fair. that kind of stuff. Um or Wild Wild Country. Have you seen that one? No. Christian, watch Wild wait, wait, Wild wait. Country. Is that the one where the guy was tricking in the Rajneesh in Oregon? Yes. With uh with uh He was sleeping with all the guys, right? Uh I think he was sleeping with all the ladies, if I remember. Oh, maybe, maybe there was guys in there too. I don't know. That guy seemed like he knew how to party. He had like thirteen Rolls Royces. It was oh no no no. The Pacquan. The, what's the one that I'm thinking? The, it's like he, he had started off doing gay porn and then like and yeah. <laughs> it was not that guy. <laughs> and then he started a religion and like people followed him and he oh. tricked a lot of people. Yes, yeah, I mean that sounds that sounds plausible too. No, uh Wild Wild Country, also available on Netflix. Um, it happened in Oregon in the 70s, I want to say. Yeah, I think it was the 70s because um, a lot of the people are still involved. Is that so, the one with the crazy Indian lady was the second in command? Yes. Okay, yes, I did see that. Oh, one. so good. That, that was a good one. Shiva. I hated her so fucking oh, much. I loved her. <laughs> I like a powerful woman. She was the fucking worst. Dude, she was like so evil. I Very loved it. Very fucking evil. And she was like... She, like apparently she posed naked in some magazine. I'm just like, where do I get that magazine? <laughs> no, uh, no, yeah, it was just so nuts. So it's about this. Uh, basically, it's essentially a cult. I, you know, um, where it starts with the following of this, like this um, Indian guru guy, and um, pe- he gains a bunch of like hippy dippy followers from the U.S. And, and Australia and Australia, and they decide to create. Like their own society. So they buy this ranch. I've never felt so bad 
for old white people. Oh man! In that town, like, yeah, uh, they called him Osho, and they're like, yeah, I just, you know, I think about Osho sometimes, and this is like a old man crying about it. I'm like, what the no, fuck? No, I mean the town folk that are. Oh, the the townsfolk, the actual yeah, like town, the folk. Oregon small town. Yeah, in Oregon. I felt so fucking bad for those people. They're like, I hate these foreigners and outsiders. I'm like, you're kind of right on this one. I, mean, I can't fucking like. You can't always be wrong. Yeah. Like, so, like, sometimes think... the foreigners are up to something. That's for like, sure. Never thought I'd be on your side. Yeah, yeah. but you're it's right. Gonna up... Make you look at outsiders differently, <laughs> Christian. But yeah, they basically create like their own society, like they, uh, their own city, and they incorporate to become a city or a town. And then they like, there's like plots to like poison nearby water sources. Dude, and the fact it's that awesome. They were manipulating the voting system, like. They yeah. brought in homeless people so they can yeah, have... Yeah, bust in homeless people so, to get more votes. To get more votes. And, and then the, they bust them out and dropped them and, on the in street. In the beginning, they were like, oh, this is Ugh. awesome. Like, we're getting food. We're getting fed. They were giving them, like, meditation and yoga. And they were like, oh, these people really these care people about really us. These people really care about us. And they're like, nah, get these hobos out of here. fuck out of here. We got your vote. Get the these fuck out of here. people. They call them street people. <laughs> they just bust like, them out. Jesus Christ. Man. Wild, wild country, guys. <laughs> That is a documentary and a half. I fucking love that. That's a long one though, but a well deserved long one. Well deserved. Like every episode, I'm like, what the fuck? They're like, they're like, oh yeah, now we got AK 47s Yeah, that was fucking. Oh fuck! You're this peaceful religion, but you can't like when you get guns, you're like, oh no, it makes sense. It's it's fantastic, and like the main dude was just like, I don't know, he was like doing heroin or whatever, or smoke doing cocaine. Driving in his Rolls Royces and just like having huge orgies and yeah. stuff. Meanwhile, his second in command, which I th- yeah, I think her name is Shiva or, or I don't know. I remember her face. Yeah, I still hate it. She's the best. They talk to her in the documentary a she, lot because she's in like Switzerland where she can't be extradited. Also, another person never apologized. Yeah, never said fucking <laughs> sorry. She all. was just like, nah, yeah, I was totally right for doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, we did what we had to do. You know, if some people got in the way, some people got in the way. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you sound like a mob boss. Yeah, they were like, oh, so we definitely have to murder this person for yeah. sure. Like, who should we get to do Look, it? Look, we, we told them, don't fuck with us. They fucked with us, so we poisoned their water well. Yeah. We're like, oh, shit, Shiva. Is it is Shiva? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't want to, that could be the girl from the league, the Shiva uh, uh, trophy. <laughs> the trophy. Yeah, Shiva Krumini. Um, But, yeah, anyway, that shit. You'll know when you watch it. She is the best. Um, and, uh, yeah, what a good doc. I, I want more of that. You know, not unless of like I got, I got to find out the name of the one I'm talking about so you can watch it. Yeah, the, the gay porn guy who starts a cult. I love cult videos or cult <laughs> cult docs. I just watch. I just love watching people like getting manipulated because I just don't understand it. I like it, and particularly after don't they me, realize they were fooled. Yeah, the interviews after and they're like, "I was a fucking idiot. I yeah. don't know what the fuck I was thinking." Like, don't don't get me wrong. You know, I I've fallen prey to certain advertising. I tried the new Mountain Dew today for no reason. I'm Is not even new Mountain Dew. Yeah, they, they did it on the Super Bowl. It's a melon flavor. You know, actually wasn't wasn't great. Second nerdy confession: I actually like Mountain Dew. I like Mountain Dew too. So many it's people just so much shit. sugar. I don't I don't do sugary sodas anymore. But I saw it and I remember I'm like thinking in the video in the commercial I'm like, oh, that sounds really good. Like a melony soda. I love those like green melon sodas yeah. from Japan. Those are fucking good. But. Um, I tried one. And I'm like, man, it's okay, you know. Like Midori would be awesome. You oh know? fuck, Midori! <laughs> I get fucked up on Midori. That's some green power juice for sure. Cool. Well, let us know in the comments, guys. What did you think of uh, the crime scene vanishing at the Cecil Hotel? 
Um, and like, do you think these true true crime sleuths are are uh, full of shit, or was that your favorite part, like it was for me? <laughs> um, let us know in the comments. And what do you think happened to Elisa Lamb? Post it down below. Yeah, those fucking doctors don't know shit. They don't know anything. She's still out there. <laughs> that body was a plant. Um, I'm actually fucking surprised that that wasn't a thing. No, I'm sure it was. <laughs> Didn't make the cutting room floor. I like, saw Stranger Things. I know how they fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. There's an alternate dimension, and Cecil Hotel's at the center of it. I've seen Ghostbusters. Up on the roof, there's these two dogs, and they lead to a different dimension, and Zool's there, and he's going to fuck shit up. I buy it. Yeah, I buy it. I buy your fucking theory more than this. right? Yeah, I just came up with that the top of my head, because it's true. That's why it's so viable. Um, but yeah, let us know what you guys think. Of course, you can check out nerdswithfriendspodcast.com for all of our info. Give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Or, of course, check out patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends and show us some support there. And again, thanks to our new patrons, Michael and Mark. You guys are true rock stars. We really appreciate you helping make this show what it is. Um, and Christian, thank you for always being my true crime buddy. For hating the fuck out of this show. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and uh, to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night.